Hello and welcome to the HPP Podcast. This is the HPP Podcast Editor, Arden Castle, and each week we explore a new topic related to the Health Promotion Practice Journal. Whether it's demystifying publishing, breaking down a new article, or discussing public health-related topics with our editorial board members, we hope you enjoy each week's exploration into health promotion practice. This is your host, Arden Castle. Today, I'm joined by Fallon Smith, co-author of Multi-State Implementation of Go Knapsack to support healthy practices in the early care and education setting. And she's going to help us explore an evidence-based approach to ECE system-level health promotion. But before we get started, I'm going to ask her to introduce herself and share where she's calling in from. Hi, Arden. Thank you for having me. As you stated, my name is Fallon Smith. I work for the Center for Health Promotion and Disease Prevention at the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. We are one of the CDC Prevention Research Centers. I serve as the Director of Research Dissemination for the Children's Healthy Weight Research Group, and I am calling in today from Virginia. Excellent, and I am excited to have you here with us. And so to kind of provide some background, what is NAPSAC? That's an acronym, but what does it stand for and why did it come about? Sure. So NAPSAC was created in the early 2000s as a paper-based change management tool for early care and education, which is also referred to as ECE. So that's kind of how I'll refer to it here. So the tool allowed ECE providers to work towards meeting health promotion evidence-based practices. And at the time, NAPSAC stood for Nutrition and Physical Activity Self-Assessment for Child Care. But since our expansion online in 2014, we really have become so much more than a self-assessment tool. We offer professional development resources, webinars, on-demand trainings, just to name a few. And so now we actually are just simply referred to as GoNAPSAC. That's the online version. And GoNAPSAC provides easy-to-use tools for state administrators, ECE technical assistance consultants, and ECE providers, and it has decades of research on its effectiveness in improving ECE practices, environments, and health behaviors. This is such a cool program that's really evolved and taken advantage of the internet in different ways to help folks generate these outcomes. And so it is all evidence-based, but how does GoNAPSAC fit into the Spectrum of Opportunities state system framework? Sure. So first, I'll give a little bit of background on what that is. So the CDC Spectrum of Opportunities provides a framework for states who are wanting to embed obesity prevention standards into their ECE systems. So the CDC itself does not specifically endorse any interventions, but they do promote the use of evidence-based interventions that align with the 47 high-impact standards and these were created by the Caring for Our Children National Advisory Committee. These standards have been shown to have the greatest potential to prevent childhood obesity. And so the idea is that by embedding these evidence-based interventions into state-level ECE systems, that it can help maximize the reach of these programs and enhance their sustainability. So where GoNAPSAC fits in, GoNAPSAC is one of these evidence-based interventions that targets 35 of those 47 high-impact standards. And so in this paper that we're talking about, we use the spectrum of opportunities as a guide and reported on various ways that GoNAPSAC was implemented into state-level systems. 
So for this paper, we reported on programs implementation across 22 states from May of 2017 to May of 2022. Excellent. So it sounds like we already have these evidence-based state-level programs, and then we want to be intentional about decreasing obesity. And so thinking about how we can embed these programs into these existing evidence-based programs, and you're able to do that. So how did different states implement and use this program? Yeah, exactly. So a state's decision to utilize GoNapsack typically resulted from an extensive state-level planning process, and that could include assessments of a state's readiness for ECE system-level change. It could also include an assessment of their ability to engage partners in the state. And then also, they looked at their potential to integrate GoNapsack into their state action plans. Once a state was enrolled with GoNapsack, it took them anywhere from five to 11 months before they actually started enrolling ECE programs. And this really was dependent on a state's preparation prior to enrolling in GoNapsack, as well as the level of support that they were looking for from our team. So during the five-year timeframe that was reported in this paper, there were over a thousand registered technical assistance consultants, and those consultants had a median caseload of 17 ECE programs that they were working with. So in total, there were over 7,000 ECE programs with over 344,000 children in their care enrolled in GoNatsac within the five-year timeframe. And in fact, at least one of the states recruited approximately 15 to 20% of all of the ECE programs in the state, allowing them to reach one in four children in care. So that was a great success. And then with continued recruitment and expansion of GoNapsack across the 22 states, there is a potential to reach over 89,000 ECE programs, and this has the potential to impact over 5 million children. So for this paper, we really wanted to use the CDC spectrum of opportunities as a guiding framework and when we were showing how states were embedding GoNapsack into their state systems. And so kind of looking at it from the CDC spectrum of opportunities, we had 11 states who included GoNapsack into their state recognition programs. We had three states who included GoNapsack into their quality rating and improvement systems. 14 who included GoNapsack into their statewide TA networks, and then we had 18 states who awarded professional development credits for the use of GoNapsack. So as you can see, those numbers add up to over 22 states. So some of these states were using multiple methods and multiple opportunities from the spectrum. That is so cool to hear. And I'm thinking about that one in four children that are being affected because these are early programs. And so being able to build those skills, those resources so early on so that folks can have healthy outcomes, and then institutionalizing these programs, as you mentioned, that folks and more than those 22 states added up. So they're really thinking about different ways to make this work. And I like that you had such an intentional rollout where it takes anywhere from five to 11 months for folks to really be able to do this properly. There's no rush to making these happen, making sure that they're doing them correctly. And so I think that those make GoNapsack pretty special, but what makes GoNapsack unique and its ability to help states in their health promotion efforts. Sure. So one of those you've actually already touched on a little bit, and that is that GoNapsack is customizable. So we provide a framework, a five-step process that states can use when implementing GoNapsack, but really it's up to a state to decide what does GoNapsack implementation look like for me. 
And so we have designated implementation advisors who help guide them throughout their GoNetSec journey. So that's one thing that makes us unique, but I think there's several others as well. So by using GoNetSec, states are also able to assess their current health practices and ECE programs across the state. And so really this is providing them with a benchmark for measuring and improving child health evidence-based practices in the state. It also allows for statewide access to a health promotion tool. This is both for EC providers and TA consultants. So it really has the potential to impact the care millions of children are receiving. And then lastly, it's designed as a continuous quality improvement tool. So GoNapSAC has a reporting feature built in that allows states to track improvements and practices over time. And then many states have actually used this reporting feature and this data to help them plan for future health promotion initiatives in the state. I love that. It's starting from this evidence-based program and it's continuing this evidence-based quality improvement thinking and comparing these results so that it can continue to be the best program that it is. And I love that. And so as we think about where it's going for the future, do you have any last thoughts on what your vision is for GoNapSec as we look forward? Sure. So at UNC, our vision is to have GoNapSec available to as many childcare programs as possible in states across the nation. We feel that embedding GoNapSAC within multiple state ECE systems, so like we've seen here with some of the states reported in this paper, we really feel that that provides a sustainable method for measuring and moving child health practices forward, both at the state level and the national level. That is fantastic. And thank you so much for your time to break down what this program is, was, and will be in the future. It is such a cool program. Thank you so much for your time and your thoughts about this topic and your expertise. It has been a pleasure. Thank you, Arden. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the HPP podcast. If you enjoyed this content, let us know by tagging us or responding to our promotions on Twitter and LinkedIn. You can also find out more about the Health Promotion Practice Journal from Sage or Sophie's websites. All of these links can be found on the podcast website at anchor.fm forward slash health dash promotion dash practice. Take care and have a great day.